Happy Selection Sunday, everybody. It is Sunday, March 14th, 2021. It's Selection Sunday. Couldn't be more excited. This is episode 36 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie. And I am the Baron. Boogie, we are on the hottest streak we've been on in years. Woohoo! Let's go, Baron. That's what I'm talking about. Hot streak is going to continue all weekend long. We are ready to roll. Sunday, here we come. Selection Sunday, we have five bids up for grabs. The Patriot League, which just tipped off. The A-10, the SEC, the American, and the Big Ten. Five more bids. Selection Sunday is in about six hours. Cannot wait. It's going to be an amazing day. Looking forward to a very, very profitable and amazing Sunday. Cannot wait. Our last two episodes, episode 34 and 35, quite frankly, was our most profitable episodes ever. We're getting a lot of feedback. We're winning a lot of people money. We're winning a lot of money ourselves. Um, it's been a great couple of days of college basketball betting on Friday and Saturday. We look to continue the hot streak today as we have five games to break down. But before we dig into these championship games, I want to do a brief recap of yesterday and how amazing we did. It's amazing as well because as we say out here in Vegas – the fire. The fire. The absolute fire, Boogs. Now, we look at yesterday's games and how well we did, and I just want to chalk up, you know, record-wise, we did lose our best bet, but Dude. we did rally off about seven games and went 6-2 and two on the other ones anyway. And Absolutely. From a totality standpoint, Oklahoma State was realistically the biggest letdown of the day. Um, we look at the Big Ten semis yesterday. Illinois took care of business. They defeated Iowa 82-71. We did give out Illinois. Illinois, Illinois moves on to play Ohio State, who actually beat Michigan yesterday. Now, we did give out Michigan, and that was one of our losses. However, Isaiah Livers was a late scratch in that game. Probably would have stayed off if we would have known that the night before. Absolutely. I did not know that information. That is a tough call, especially coming from a Michigan backer. Livers is actually the key that makes that car go yes and uh you know they still played valiantly and they had that game uh still up in the air uh ohio state's playing well ej liddell had a great game yeah. uh michigan is uh now in a little bit of trouble i think going forward for a, a possible final four run we should see what happens there we'll see how long livers is going to be out and i want to give you kudos books you should probably just stick to betting houston games because literally every time you bet a houston game you win we gave out Memphis yesterday as one of our top plays, catching seven and a half. They lose by two, damn near win the game. Um, but Houston does move on to take on Cincinnati um, today in the AAC title game. Houston 76, Memphis 74. Um, another one of our losses, like we said, was Okie State. What was funny because almost Cade Cunningham misses the three at the buzzer to actually cover that. That's how we lose all the time. Almost, and I actually got a uh, a backdoor cover on an in game plus six and a half on Oklahoma State. Yeah, so uh, that almost got an amazing double double winner there. Yeah, as Cade misses with four seconds, brings the ball up the court, no time left, throws up a a crazy three pointer, and almost hits the uh, hits the buzzer beater. For the backdoor cover, yes. lose by five, but Boogie covers plus six and a half on the end game. Yes, congratulations to Shaka Smart in Texas for winning the Big 12 tournament. They will get a really good seed in uh, later today's selection show for sure. Texas and Oklahoma State out of the Big 12 going to be tough outs going forward for sure. 
Um, the ACC finals last night, Georgia Tech, a valiant effort, a great game last night, wow. Georgia Tech and Florida State. Georgia Tech defeats Florida State 80-75, to winning the ACC title and getting into the dance as an automatic qualifier. Big shout-out, Josh Pastner, Georgia Tech. He's done such a good job. They were predicted to finish at the bottom of the ACC this year, and Pastner actually wheels this team. They got a good team. I watched that game last night. They are athletic. They hung with Florida State athletically. We did lose that one, giving out Florida State. We were thinking the athleticism of Florida State was going to be too much for Georgia Tech. But Georgia Tech, they got some players. They got some players. They got the Defensive Player of the Year. They got the ACC Player of the Year on their team. Yeah, offense and defense. Offense, defense, and uh, they played just an outstanding game to beat Florida State, who was the favorite in that in that uh, crazy, of course, uh, COVID ACC league. Yeah, both of them getting buys um, to get there. So shout out to Georgia Tech for winning the ACC last night. Even a bigger shout out to my man Patrick Ewing, man. I mean, unbelievable job that he's done with Georgetown to be able to get those kids to to to, to play the way they did, coming in under five hundred in the Big East tournament, winning three games in three days, a blowout winner. Georgetown defeats Creighton seventy three. To forty-eight, you. I don't even think. I don't even think Creighton got off the bus. No, this and this game. is the, this is the funny thing. I told you Georgetown was going to come with the heat. Georgetown was going to come with the defense. Patrick Ewing, ex NBA player, ex New York Nick in the nineties, to be able to play defense like that. I'm sure that's what he was really uh, making his team play a lot of good defense and uh, to hold Creighton to only forty-eight points when this team shot the lights out against Connecticut. And the rest of the league all year long. Come on now, Patrick Ewing. Great shout out for him and getting yeah. his team ready to play and blowing out this Creighton team. Georgetown is going to be a project, uh, projected 12-13 seed area in March Madness as they announced the brackets later today. So we will see where Georgetown ends up. But big shout out to Patrick Ewing. Big shout out to Dante Harris, uh, first freshman to win the Big East uh, tournament MVP in about 20 years. That's awesome. So Dante Harris, the freshman. Great job by Georgetown coming out and stifling defense against Creighton. In a game Creighton really didn't need, Georgetown, you can tell, wanted it more and took care of business. We won that one. We also won the Mountain West title game yesterday with San Diego State. Yes, we, we gave out San Diego State. They beat Utah State 68-57. Utah, now, Utah State has to now sweat out the next six, seven hours here um, until um, the CBS selection show. Utah State is right on that bubble trying to figure out if they get in or not. But Matt Mitchell, the senior for San Diego State, wonderful game from him. San Diego State, 68-57. San Diego State wins another Mountain West title. Yeah, this team just keeps uh, crowning themselves victors in this Mountain West. They are the kings of this conference. They have a great defense. They always play solid offense. And another great uh, game from them to win a conference title. 100%, Boogs, 100%. Uh, big shout-out to them. Uh, big shout-out to Oregon State as well. They win their first-ever Pac-12 title. Another bid stealer. Them in Georgetown steal bids yesterday. Oregon State defeats Colorado 70-68. We did give out Oregon State getting the points. I'm actually a little salty because I needed Colorado money line just to win the game to, to, to hit a pretty, uh, pretty big money line parlay, and that fell short. But Oregon State, man, playing like a team-possessed, Running through that Pac-12 and, and stealing a bid, Oregon State, also same as Georgetown, projected to get a 12-13 area seed. Yeah, the Beavers actually played a great game. You know, Colorado actually came in as the favorite. Colorado just, just could not get anything going. 
And uh, great, great game for Oregon State. Big shout out. Big shout out to Oregon State. Big shout out to Hartford, the Hartford Hawks. You called it. Uh, Hartford. 64 to 50. You got me on that one. Um, Hartford wins 64 to 50. We did give out the under in that game, though. Mm-hmm. The under. Um, that one was an easy one. Easy under, 64 to 50. And they scored 73 in the second half and still only scored 114 points. Hartford wins the America East getting a bid. They're a projected 16 seed in March Madness. Good luck um, to whoever they play is going to just probably kill them. But um, Hartford, great job winning the America East as the five seed. Um, a surprising effort there, and, and a big shout-out to them. Um, another game you got me on, Boots, yeah. Norfolk State. I shouldn't have jumped ship. Um, should have stayed the course. Did not. Uh, we were both on Norfolk State. I end up jumping ship at the last minute. I was very overhyped with the way Morgan State was playing as of late. Norfolk State wins the MEAC 71-63. Norfolk State dancing again. Dancing again, Norfolk State. Great job right there. Uh, we have a little bit of a uh, an interesting matchup when we get uh, back into the uh, the tournament selections with Norfolk State. Uh, maybe a possible little uh, boogie surprise in the uh, upcoming hours. I could. I love boogie surprises. Yes. Boogie surprises sounds fantastic. As we move on to maybe one of the biggest shout-outs of the day, um, something we did call another winner for us was Iona. Slick Rick. Rick Patino, like you said, you said it on the pod on episode 35 that – Players play, coaches coach. Everywhere that Patino goes, he seems to be successful. Rick Patino, back in Division One college basketball, goes to Iona. Iona's the nine seed in this tournament. They knock off Siena. They go. They play Fairfield in the title game yesterday. They win sixty to fifty one. Iona is dancing again. Rick Patino back in the dance. Congrats to Ricky P. You know, just like I said, he knew how to coach. He's a great uh, leader when it comes to college basketball. He got his kids ready to go. And, uh, yeah, nine-point win over Fairfield. Another winner. Texas Southern now, Boogs, wins the SWAC. We were off on this one. We rolled with Prairie View just because they haven't lost a a conference game all season. Till now. Texas Southern, 80-61. Texas Southern, a very familiar face when it comes to the NCAA tournament. These guys are always in the dance. Um, they win the SWAC again, beating Prairie View 80-61. to Texas Southern is dancing. That's got to be so depressing for Prairie View. <laughs> yeah, to win every game every and losing the, t- lose the conference title game. Prairie View now probably destined for the NIT. Um, Texas Southern destined for March Madness this coming week. Um, another game we were split on that I actually got the upper hand in the you Ohio Bobcats. Fi- I finally got you on one. The MAC championship game. Ohio defeats Buffalo 84 69. Um, Buffalo will fall short of the dance. Ohio now an automatic qualifier winning the MAC. Maybe that uh, Coach Sandy uh, Kent State loss isn't so bad now as Ohio actually comes out of the MAC. Yeah, uh, beats Buffalo, uh, which Buffalo was just a great, uh, great team all year in that in that conference. Uh-huh. They could score all season long, and they got shut down to sixty nine points only. Eighty four sixty nine. Ohio wins the MAC. The Big Sky automatic qualifier goes to Eastern Washington. Another game that we called another winner. They defeat Montana State sixty five fifty five, winning the Big Sky. Um, a team that we were off on was this Western Kentucky team. It looks like Heartbreak Hotel for them as they yeah. with them being the one seed all year. They got a great team. They they've they've won some serious games over the course of the season. 27. North Texas beats Western Kentucky in overtime 61-57. North Texas 
going to March Madness. Western Kentucky probably going to fall just short of an auto uh, of a of a bid. North Texas wins March Madness. Western Kentucky out. North Texas champions of Conference USA. That's amazing. Abilene Christian's another team that and we, another one. Oh, that was easy. Seventy nine forty five. An absolute blowout winner. Abilene Christian defeats Nichols. 79-45, a 34-point route we gave out them. We also gave out Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. Shout out Let's to them. Let's go Torrent. Grand Canyon wins 74-56, defeating New Mexico State and winning the WAC. We also, another couple of winners we had yesterday. Sweat it out this Tide game, huh? Uh, roll Tide, Alabama 73, Tennessee 68. A nine-point lead at half for Tennessee. Alabama comes back and wins. A five-point win. Alabama goes into the SEC Finals to take on LSU, who upset Arkansas. We were on Arkansas yesterday. That was one was of on our reason. losses. Yes. But if we did close out strong, Cincinnati, an outright winner. We did give out Cincinnati, catching the six points. They win the game outright. Or they were actually catching four. And it was funny because on the pod, episode 35, we actually said that that would be a good money line choice. Did. About yes, plus 200, did. plus 180 area. The Bearcats get to their fourth consecutive AAC title game as they will take on Houston later today. The last game of the night, Books came out uh, victorious as well for us as UC Santa Barbara wins the Big West final against UC Irvine 79-63. Gauchos come out real strong in that Big West and, uh, again, another title for them. Unbelievable UCSB going dancing. And as I'm chalking up our wins and losses for yesterday... We went 13-6. and six. I'd say that's a pretty good day, wouldn't you? I mean, i got to be honest with you. When you do the math on that, when you talk about your elite handicappers picking about 57 58%, just so everybody out there knows, Boogie and the Baron yesterday picked 68%. That's pretty damn good. What do you think about that, Baron? I think it's incredible. I think we are locked in. And I was trying to explain to a couple of the boys yesterday when we were talking that Boogie and the Baron are picking damn near 70%. And it's not a lie. Numbers don't lie. Um, it's March Madness. We're getting dialed in here. Today's going to be an interesting day for, for us, uh, for sure. Uh, just so you guys know, Boogie is going to be on one side and Baron is going to be on the other. But we, we will give valid points. We'll see. There might be one game that we agree with, but we will see as we move on to the uh, today's action. Now, there's actually one game that has already started, and that is our uh, Patriot League title game, which we were kind of off at anyways. Um, Slight lean to Colgate for both of us. Colgate was a 10-point favorite in this game, taking on Loyola, Maryland to win the Patriot League there. Uh, right now, with about 11.36 to go in the first half, Colgate's up 18-12. to 12. Yeah, I like Colgate in this game. Uh, again, slight lean, uh, laying the points. Uh, Colgate actually knew how to run all season long. Interesting, actually, due to COVID, if uh, I'm sure there's not a lot of listeners watching uh, these two play all year uh, because it's funny, actually. They didn't really play that much. They didn't. Loyola actually was 6-10 and 10 going into this game. Colgate was 13-1. and 1. Actually, they only played a combined 11 teams all season long. Due to COVID, Loyola played only five different teams, and Colgate played only six teams. So super weird season, um, but Colgate actually has a great uh, scoring as they actually can play and run for sure. They definitely make their free throws. Loyola doesn't. Um, so I liked Colgate laying the 10. So Colgate now an 18-12 to 12 lead right now, uh, early in the, about midway through the first half in the Patriot League final. So 
we got a couple games that we're going to go over now that are starting at 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. CBS, the Atlantic 10 Finals, a week layoff for both of these teams as they both clinched a championship game uh, bids last week, VCU and St. Bonaventure. This game's at the UD Arena in Dayton, Ohio. St. Bonnie's the one seed, VCU the two seed. Um, top, two top teams in this conference all year, two of the, the best defensive teams in the conference as well. St. Bonnie's is laying three in this game. Uh, total sitting at about 128.5 right now. This should be an absolute slugfest, Boogs. What are you looking at for the uh, the A-10 today in the championship game? Yeah, VCU actually won 67-64 in mid-February. Uh, since then, St. Bonaventures hasn't allowed 60 points or more in the last six games. 6-0, six the last six neutral games, 4-1, last five uh, against the spread after a win for St. Bonnie's. Uh, VCO is two and five. Their last seven against the spread neutral games. I know we're on opposite sides here. Uh, St. Bonnie's. I'm going to go with uh, the money line here since it is a short spread. And okay. uh, maybe St. Bonaventure's in a heartbreaker against VCU. I'll take St. Bonnie's on the money line. St. Bonnie's on the money line. So now that actually gives both of us a chance to win because I'm all over VCU getting these three points. Um, I think literally this is, this could have a March Madness type of ending to it. So if you're giving me three points, I think these teams are pretty even. VCU, stifling defense, same body, same deal. This is going to be an absolute dogfight. I'm going to take the three with VCU in this game, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. That game set the tip in about 30 minutes. Uh, another game that's going to tip in 30 minutes, Boogie, is our SEC final. LSU, as we talked about earlier, um, the three seed knocking off Arkansas yesterday in a great game. They played very well yesterday, knocking off the, the Hogs. Alabama, as we touched on, the number one overall seed in the SEC, um, could m- maybe make a case for a number one seed today if they take care of business against LSU. Um, Alabama, LSU, ESPN, 10 o'clock SEC title game down in Nashville. Alabama's a six-point favorite, and the total's 157. Um, this is a game where we're kind of on oppos too, but I mean, there, there's reasons that Alabama is, is, is your choice. So tell, tell the people why. Yeah. You know what? They actually showed their grit against, uh, Tennessee yesterday after a very bad first half. Herb Jones comes out in a great game against Tennessee, 21 points, 13 rebounds. Bama's three, one and one, the last five neutral games against the spread four, no against the spread in the last four after a straight up win. LSU, not so much. LSU, 3-7 and seven, the last 10 neutral site games, but 4-1 and one against the spread in the last five after a straight-up win, which, of course, is a straight-up win. During the season, though, Alabama just crushed and destroyed this team. They know how to play against this team. Alabama, 105-75 to 75 earlier in the year, 78-60 to 60 as well in their second game. Alabama has the best defense in the nation, ranking first in adjusted defense efficiency. Roll Tide. Give me Alabama. Lay the six. And I am uh, all over that. Boogie laying six with Bama. I'm on the other way here. I think it's a dog Sunday is what I'm looking at here. LSU, um, I think Will Wade's going to have these guys ready to play. They got a good team. This is a good matchup. Alabama did sweep the regular season and won both games by more than six. But this is the SEC championship game. I like this to be closer than people think. Um, I'm on opposite. I like LSU catching the six. So, for you and I, hopefully the Alabama wins by exactly six, and then neither of us lose any money. Um, we move on, Boogs, though. we got a couple more games to talk about at 12-15, the American Athletic Conference Championship game down in Fort Worth, Texas. Cincinnati, as we mentioned earlier, 
They are playing in their fourth consecutive American Athletic Conference Championship game, taking on Houston. Um, Houston did roll them during the regular season. Uh-huh. I know Houston has been your Sunday best bet for the last a million Sundays. Uh-huh. Um, Houston's squeaking by Memphis. Now they're going to take on Cincinnati here. Cincinnati the five seed, Houston the two. Houston's laying 13 and a half. Total is 135. Bearcats are two and five against the spread last seven neutral games. Cougars five and one against the spread the last six neutral games. Houston's not only winning their last five games by an average of 20 points per game as a favorite, winning by 17 and a half as well. 17 and eight against the spread overall and already has beaten Cincinnati by 38 points earlier this year. Uh, like I had said, uh, Memphis just played the way that they were supposed to play against Houston the last two games in the last week. Last six days, actually. Uh, Boogie's laying the heavy points that day, and now we'll do it again. Houston, we have a problem. Give me Houston, lay the 13. Houston laying 13. I'm going to buy the hook up to 14 with Cincinnati. So now we both, hopefully that game also ends at that 13-14 area to where one of us wins and one of us pushes. Um, I just think Cincinnati is catching fire at the right time. I think Cincinnati all, like really wants to win this game, obviously, and become a bid stealer. They've been playing their tails off these last couple of days. You're giving me 14 points in a championship game. I'm taking it. Quentin Grimes, Marcus Sasser, Dijon Giroux. This team is ready to play for the uh, championship. I see them as a very good uh, futures bet to at least get me to the final four. Yeah. They're averaging 77 to 57. I am actually all over this Houston team. I understand your, you know, what you're saying. Yeah. This team is just unreal. They really are. Houston and Alabama both, uh, while we're on the topic of conversation here, are both kind of on that two line as we speak. There are some arguments they could be a one, depending on how things shake out today with Illinois in our next game. But, you know, Houston and Alabama obviously both trying to get the highest seed as possible and, and take their conference championship crown. Cincinnati really the only bid stealer today that could actually slide out one of those teams on the bubble, like a Syracuse, Louisville, Drake, Utah State. One, All those teams are sweating today with, yep. with Cincinnati. But if the, your prediction comes through and Houston rolls them, they don't have nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. Now, the last game before the selection show, as always, it's every year, Boogs, the Big Ten Championship game yeah. on CBS. Jim Nance, Bill Raftery, Grant Hill, that's going to be uh, on the call there down in Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. It's a 1230 CBS game, Big Ten title. Ohio State, the number five seed who knocked off Michigan yesterday, plays Illinois. The number two seed, Illinois, looked very impressive against Iowa. Very both these teams are hot. Um, both these teams are in the top 10. This is the game of the day. Uh, Must-see TV, as I will be watching this game, leading into the selection show at 3 o'clock. Uh, the selection show is actually going to follow this game. Ohio State and Illinois. Illinois is a six-point favorite in this game. Um, they got a great team. Ohio State's got a great team. This is going to be a game, folks. I flip-flopped all over on this one. You know, Iowa and Cockburn. Michigan playing against them uh, just could not do anything uh, where they could show their dominance. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this game. This is going to be an awesome game to see. EJ Liddell's got to have a great game for them to stay with Illinois. Yeah. Um, I think they can. I think they can. I think uh, beating Michigan actually showed a lot of grit. 
I think that they can keep up with Illinois. Um, the total is about 147.5 or so. Yeah. You might even get an over on this one. Um, Illinois, though, is going to, I think, keep it close with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Illinois to win the game but not cover. I mean, you I'll got- take Ohio State. I mean, the, the matchup inside with Liddell and Coburn is going to be kind of a big deciding factor. A big reason why Illinois whooped on Iowa yesterday is because Coburn dominated inside against Luca Garza. Just killed him. I mean, Luca Garza may be the player of the year. Um, and then you got DeSomo as well for yeah. Illinois. Ohio State's got Dwayne Washington who can really hit them threes as well. I mean, th- this is going to be a really good matchup. Um, I'm taking the six with Ohio State in this game. I think this is a close game that Ohio State might be able to squeak out um, and improve their seeding in March Madness. I think if Ohio State wins the Big Ten today, they probably solidify a number two. Um, Illinois, obviously, I think Illinois is going to be a one no matter what. So I think a little bit more um, to play for when it comes to the Buckeyes case. So I'll take the six. I'm giving out four dogs today. You give out three favorites and a dog. Um, but we are in agreement with the Ohio State Buckeyes getting six in the Big Ten title game this afternoon. Absolutely. Um, that's a wrap, books for episode 36 here. We got a best bet, don't we? We got a, we got a best bet for today. Um, looking forward to seeing what yours is. I already know <laughs> what mine is. Um, obviously, on the games that we flip-flopped on, I'm not going to go against you on my best bet. I'm just going to put it out there. Baron's best bet. I know I never go first, but I want to get this out of the way. Barron's best bet is the only game that Boogie and I agree on. I'm going to go with Ohio State getting six in the Big Ten title game against Illinois. I think it's really, really close. I think it's a game that Ohio State could win. So if you're giving me six, I'm taking it. Best bet, the Ohio State Buckeyes plus six in the Big Ten championship game against Illinois. Houston, we have a problem. There, that's it. That's easy. Houston laying 13, huh? Houston lay the 13. They're going to be able to control everything in this game. I understand Cincinnati got a little bit better defense over the last few games. This team is only 12 and 10, though, overall. Houston has been dominating this league all year long. Give me Quentin Grimes, Marcus Sasser, Dijon Giroux. Their best efforts will come out to be able to show how dominant they were in this league all year long. And why not show it in this championship game? Houston will go on to win by anywhere from 18 to 22 points. Give me Houston. They will control the game front to back. Boogie out. That's it, man. Houston laying 13. That takes some balls. Giving out a 13-point favorite on Selection Sunday. I love it. Houston laying 13. Ohio State plus six. You heard it here first. Good luck, everybody. Enjoy. Happy March Madness. We will be back on either later today or tomorrow to go over a selection show special and go over all the brackets, initial matchups. I'm so excited. It's the best time of the year. That's a wrap for episode 36. Thank you all for listening. Thank you again. Thank you very much. Bearing out. Boogie out.